It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, welcome to this episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I'm Chloe, the creator and the host of this award-winning show. And it's my aim in every episode to help you find ways to improve your e-commerce business. And how nice is it to be back, back here, all hanging out together, listening to another very cool uh, business owner tell us how they do their stuff. So thank you for tuning in and joining me. Um, And I'd love to know how the show helps you. You can do that via social media with the hashtag ecommasterplan. In today's episode, we're chatting with someone who's seen huge sales growth as a result of COVID-19. And we're going to be looking at how they've coped with that, both from a back-end perspective and mainly from the front-end because they doubled down on their marketing. They really have gone for it to maximize their sales. And there's some amazing tips in this one. I think this is one of those episodes you're going to have to listen to a couple of times and you're definitely going to want to go and have a look at the show notes. Before we get into all of it, though, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 38,000 e-commerce brands. Build your contact lists and emails that pop and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Klaviyo is the leading end-to-end discovery platform for e-commerce businesses, enabling merchants to deliver personalised and intelligent search and navigation experiences for their shoppers. Klaviyo's machine learning algorithm and rich NLP takes search queries beyond keyword-based matching, delivering exactly what shoppers want and more. Regardless of the platform, Klaviyo provides a seamless integration process for all retailers. Try it out for free at klaviyo.com forward slash schedule a demo. That's K-L-E-V-U.com forward slash schedule dash a dash demo. And now to introduce today's special guest. Chris Mead is one of the three co-founders of CrossNet, a business started in September 2017 that hit over $2 million in sales in 2019. CrossNet is a business based on a game the three invented in order to escape the nine to five, which they've grown in a low risk, life friendly way. Hello, Chris. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. And um, how did you get started in e-commerce? Um, literally, it's always been something of interest to me. In college, actually, I, uh, I worked for an Amazon business that just drop shipped products all day long. So they would upload tens of thousands of products to a website called Portlight. And I would literally find baby products, Legos, uh, toy dinosaurs, and I would just list them all day on Amazon and then I'd fulfill the orders as customers came in. So we were doing hundreds of orders a day. And that was really my first, uh, first stab in e-commerce. Wow. So, so it was, it was natural when you had the idea for the game that you would sell it via e-commerce. Yeah, hundred percent. We had the idea for, for the four-way volleyball net. And the first thing we did was build a Shopify store. Cool. And, um, you're, so you're on Shopify, uh, and you're based in the U S and are you selling just to the U S? No. So we were based in the U S I'd say 90% of our sales are actually probably more like 95% of our sales directly to the United States. 
Uh, but we do have distributors out in Italy. We're setting up distribution in Australia and Germany as well. And you can also buy from our e-com shop and we'll ship directly to you wherever you live. Oh, nice. And um, we should probably ask, given this is part of our COVID-19 success series, um, how has COVID-19 been for you guys? Yeah, it's, it's been a wild one. So as a outdoor sporting goods game, uh, families are more and more looking for stuff to do to get outside just with their quarantine family. So by us selling a four-way volleyball net, it's been super appealing to people looking just to get off their phone or get off the couch and stop watching Netflix for a little bit. So we've seen our sales increase well over 500%, uh, which has been amazing. It's put some stress on our supply chain for sure. Uh, but yeah, our, our business has been booming and we literally surpassed our 2019 revenue in, over, in one month pretty much. Wow. You you did the whole of 2019 in one month. About a month. Actually, a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half. Wow, that's mad. Yeah, pretty cool. Oh, wow. So what has been... Obviously, the sales increase has been pretty good, but as we all know, a sales increase of that magnitude, or as you know better than most of us, has um, brings some challenges, doesn't it? So what's been the biggest challenge coping with that level of uplift? Yeah, so it's been twofold. It's been inventory depletion. So we actually own a warehouse in Connecticut where we're from, and we import from our manufacturer over in Asia, and then we ship out to our customers from Connecticut. So having inventory has been super tough and working with our manufacturers to mass produce 25,000 units at a time. uh, When we thought we were well stocked, we thought we had inventory for three or four months to last us. And we ended up selling that in a week. So that's been a a huge challenge for us is just making more and more inventory and having to align customer expectation because you never want to start taking credit cards. You never want to start advertising, charging people if they think that the product's going to show up in three days when it's not going to show up for three weeks. So uh, we've had to ramp up customer support. We have like a, a around the clock customer support team on the phones and also email to help with any customer questions. Uh, but inventory, customer support. But at the same time, it's been amazing getting tons of user-generated content to just keep growing the brand, which has been really cool. So let's, let's kind of tackle each of those one by one, I think. So the inventory side of things, once that's gone, were you able to ramp up production in order or speed up delivery or has it literally just been about selling what was already in the pipeline? Yeah. So we sold through what we had in the pipeline, probably within the first two weeks of COVID. Uh, like I said, we went from selling maybe a couple hundred a day to selling five, six, seven hundred a day. So when you sell at that rate for a few weeks, it's just like it blows past any projections you had for inventory. Uh, so what we've been able to do is just have the manufacturers start immediately. Like we pretty much have told them just keep making units and we'll keep sending you money, but like just keep coming because they're, they're not slowing down anytime soon. Excellent. You managed to get the, uh, the factory capacity then. Yeah. I'm pretty certain not everyone's managed to do that. So at least you were able to expand the capacity because I have heard, heard of companies who couldn't do it and that is a whole other world of pain. Okay. So the inventory ran away and then you've you've managed to have that great relationship with the manufacturer so you could could speed it up have you sped up the speed of delivery to you from them or are you still you know continuing with the same delivery timetables no so what we've had to do actually is we we could airship some of them but it would really as just a selling a 150 dollar product it would kind of destroy almost all of our margins uh so what we've done instead is instead of just we've been very 
straightforward but customer is saying, hey, if you order now, uh, your order is expected to arrive between X and X, X and Y window. And then we have, with our email marketing, we'll have three or four steps that actually will remind them, keep them up to date, give them shipping notifications and updates uh, throughout the timetable. So right now we're selling kind of on a pre-order basis, which is pretty much been the first time we've ever done that as a company, uh, which has been a lot of challenge, but customers are also very excited about the game. And uh, it's kind of my job to make sure we're capitalizing on the success of our company and the ad, like the virality of the, the product. Cool. And um, we're definitely going to come on to the user-generated content and the marketing side of it soon. Uh, but so you're, you have a huge number of customers who aren't getting their product as quickly as normal. And as you said, you've been proactive about that in terms of creating almost a post-purchase email sequence to keep them in the loop. Is that purely um, uh, the nuts and bolts of what's happening? Or have you added additional content in there, like a how to play or you know excitement generating stuff? Oh, yeah, 100%. So we have it, we're advertising on the website in about five or six different locations. So it's very straightforward. Uh, and then we have the post-transaction flow. So it'll just be like, hey, order confirmation. Here's your ship date. Here's your arrival date. And then from there, we'll bake in a ton of different flows. Like your game's coming in two weeks. This is how you set up. This is how you play. This is the gameplay for how you play the world's first four-way volleyball game. Like you need to know, get pumped. Join our engagement groups on Facebook where we have the MVP private group. Uh, so we're, we're doing a lot to get customers pumped. Uh, we're putting out our own podcast, actually, which we're actually going to start introducing to people, which is led by a famous USA Volleyball gold medalist. So that's cool to like further our roots with the volleyball community. So we're doing a lot to try to get people excited and pumped and also to learn the sport. Excellent, because I think it's it's something, it's a step which um, a lot of people miss is they're just like, oh, we just got to keep them calm and keep telling them what's actually happening. But forgetting that, you know, you can do an awful lot during that period between purchase and delivery to make someone excited about the product and make sure that when they get it, you're definitely going to get a great review and great feedback and get them to take it out the box as well, which is yeah, without a doubt. kind of crucial. And you mentioned earlier that you've ramped up customer service as well, and you're doing it 24-7 now. I'm guessing that's that's with an outsourced provider? Yeah, it does. So we actually use a company called FreeUp. Um, they're a great tool that we've been able to just pretty much go in there. My job is kind of one of the co-founders is always to find areas that we're struggling for. Literally, we'll sit back once a week and be like, what are we doing terribly? Or what are we spending too much of our own time on and then hire for it? Uh, whether it's an hour a day or 24 hours a day in this situation. But yeah, we've been able to hire remote workers to either A, pick up the phones or B, just be on chat support. Uh, we use an app called Talk, which is on Shopify, which is a free app. Uh, but they're on there just literally responding to customers' questions all day long. And that's T-A-W-K, isn't it? That talk, Correct. just in case Correct. anyone yep. wants to go and look for it. Cool. So you, so you literally just, you already had it set up for outsourced customer support and then you just ramped up. Of course, yeah. So we just literally hired, I think, seven or eight people who are just firing away a few hours a day. So it's good. And kind of essential to it's I always think customer service in times like this it's one of those things which expands hugely in a way that you cannot possibly manage to cope with it internally so you have you know if you haven't already started outsourcing it you've got to go outsource because you just don't have the man hours and if you as the founders are having to deal with all the additional customer service then nothing else is going to happen is it exactly yeah I mean my whole goal is like working on projects two four five months in the future uh, and I'm just trying to staff right now affordably with a company like FreeUp. 
uh, just to get the day-to-day going. And so, I mean, just with free up, we're probably paying give or take 50 bucks, maybe $100 a day, um, maybe a little bit more, but we're having our customers like answered within five minutes every day, which is like a great feeling and a lot of stress off my plate. Well, and it, you know, $100 just to take that completely off your plate a day is money very well spent. Because I think you said the price point's $150. Exactly. You're easily, with all that time you get back, you're easily going to generate a couple more sales. Exactly. So it's already paid for itself. Exactly. Um, okay, so let's let's then go on to the world of marketing. Because I think it's, you know, whether you're someone who's seen their, their if you're a company who's seen their sales grow, it can kind of be a there's a there's a big question of do we do we go deep on this marketing and this new consumer demand because it's let's face it it's about new consumer demand it's nothing clever you did with your own marketing it's just consumers went shit we need something to do in the backyard <laughs> yep, exactly. um, so do you invest in kind of kind of making the most out of this wave or do you just ride the wave and enable it to happen so I've seen companies who have cut back their marketing spend because of They've already got gone up four hundred percent. I've seen others who have quadrupled their marketing spend to wring every last pence out of it. Um, which which option have you followed? Oh, we're definitely the the quadruples our marketing spend. So we've ramped it up completely. Uh, we've literally taken the best of the best of our our user generated content and really niched it down. So we're having the moms and dads see the the family content where we're seeing the 27 year old like myself see the the high intensity spikes over the net, Olympic athletes uh, playing on the beach content. So yeah, we've been driving up our Facebook ad spend, uh, making sure that we're capturing the emails from all the traffic that's coming and then retargeting them through Facebook retargeting, Google retargeting, and also email retargeting, which is great. So the the content of your ads has been user-generated photography and reviews and all that kind of stuff. And then you're matching the right image up with the right Facebook interest audience. That's where you're saying about the parents versus the 20-somethings. And then to make the most of all that traffic coming to the website, you've got some aggressive pop-up activity going on. Correct. Yeah. So we're, we're doing our best to capture at least 10 to 15% of the consumers coming to the site, getting their email or getting their phone number. And then from there, they'll go through an abandoned cart sequence or an SMS sequence uh, to just make the most of that ad spend. Got you. And um, was that something you were doing, that aggressive email capture, something you were doing before COVID? Or is it something because um, I'm guessing you know conversion rates have dropped off a bit because of the long lead times that you were like, right, we need to make sure we're capturing as much as possible? Of course. Yeah. So we've revamped it up. I'd say over the last 90 days or so, we've turned our email flows from just two or three steps all the way up to nine steps. So we have nine touches that are made within like the first 14 or 20 days uh, just to really give them not only, oh, here's your discount code, don't forget to use it before it expires. But like you were saying, let's get you excited. This is why you need this game. You're on your laptop or your phone right now checking this email out. You could be out in your backyard with your best friends having a great time. So that's the type of content we're giving them. Really selling the vision. Exactly. It's just like, and it's a blast. Like uh, as an owner, like I'm going to go play my own game today. (laughs) I know I'm going to have a fun, like a really good time for an hour or so. So like, it's really when you sell something that you truly believe in, it it makes the job that much easier. And you can really put that into words when you're, when you're selling it. And you mentioned um, when we're saying about the marketing that you're capturing the email address. 
and you you first said to retarget via Facebook ads and Instagram ads before you mentioned the actual email follow-up sequence, which I think is a step a lot of people miss, is the fact if you capture that email address, you know that that person is not just an a randomly interested person on Facebook, but that they're actually someone who has been to your website and has taken some action. Therefore, they're a hotter lead. So you can, you know, dedupe them out of one list and put them in the other and change up the message. Is that a really powerful part of the follow-up for you over and above the, you know, the standard email welcome campaign? Oh yeah, 100%. We have different type of email and just we have all different types of campaigns, whether where you're at in the funnel. Like if you've shown any interest, will get you harder with like gameplay rules, like get you down the funnel more than just, oh, here's a four-way volleyball net. So for the people who have shown more interest, we're really diving into the rules and how they'd actually play it at their house, what it would look like. Uh, and then just to the normal consumer, like, oh, here's a four-way volleyball net. Imagine all the good times you'd have on it. So um, as we get more customer data, we'll just keep driving it home. And our whole goal is to get people, we can sell these nets all day long, but I want people playing the sport for the next five, 10, 15 years. So... That's a fun challenge. It's not just about them buying it and putting it in the garage, is it? It's, uh, it's exactly. a little bit more than that. And um, some of the listeners will be going 10 to 15% of visitors signing up for emails. Oh, my word. Um, so you got some, how are you achieving that? Yeah, so we have a few different things. So on the, on the homepage, we'll have a pop-up that comes up about five seconds in uh, that provides a $10 discount code to use within the next 24 hours. Uh, we've seen that just by making that look beautiful and on brand, it's really compelling. And the $10 off is a lot for somebody who's about to drop $150 on a four-way volleyball net. Uh, then on the exit attempt, we have that famous spinner wheel. Hate it or love it, it works really well for us. Uh, so we have options like a, a free cross hit that happens time to time, $20 off, $10 off, uh, free volleyball. So between those two... And then we have various pop-ups that come up like, oh, download your ebook, 20 different ways to play CrossFit that you didn't think about. And that's usually segmented just for physical education teachers. Um, but yeah, we have various different pop-ups like a flash sale. Oh, join our SMS text club for our $75 off flash sale that happens once a month. All cool ways to capture stuff. So um, there's definitely a fine balance between being annoying and capturing the right data. Uh, but yeah, I think we fine-tuned that over the last three years. Cool. And um, what tools are you using to, to send the emails and to do the, to, you know, to sync all the data up and that kind of stuff? So right now we use a tool called SMS Bump for uh, text message marketing. Uh, for pop-ups, we're using Klaviyo. And also for email marketing, we're using Klaviyo. Excellent. And you, you said it right as well. Yeah. <laughs> I keep having to tell, they currently sponsor the podcast and I keep, keep having to tell myself off every time I go, Clav, no, Clav, it's Klaviyo. <laughs> Klaviyo is the right way to say it. Yeah. Um, if Louise in the UK team is listening, she'll be laughing at that right now. Um, <laughs> so I asked, you know, have you doubled down on the marketing or have you cut back the marketing? Obviously, you, you've gone in 100% on the 400% on the marketing. Was that a no-brainer decision for you as soon as you saw the sales spike up? 100%. I mean, as a, as a founder, our whole goal is that we have a threshold of what we're comfortable with sell, uh, spending per purchase, right? So we have our target CPA. As long as our target CPA is a few dollars within like what we find as reasonable, we're going to double down and ramp up all day. We started this company with less than $10,000. Like we were frugal about every single penny. Uh, and this year we'll probably do eight figures in revenue. So if we see there's an advantage there and a, an opportunity to increase ad spend, we're going to do it by 500 bucks, a thousand bucks a day until we get to that 4X model that we're at currently. So it's literally the same philosophies you use to kind of bootstrap the business to grow it 
in a low risk, lifestyle friendly way are the ones that are paying off now. 100%. Yeah, we still to this day, I mean, we don't take any, we've never taken an investment. We've never really taken a big risk unless we can prove it out as a little risk first. Uh, somebody wants me to start with a $5,000 contract. No, you're going to show me what you can do for $2,500 first. So that, that's the type of stuff that we've been doing as a business, keeping it lean. Um, we don't have crazy subscriptions or agency fees that we pay. Um, and we're just super lean about it and we don't take risk. We're super risk adverse and we only spend money if we can see ROI back within a, a week or two, typically. E-commerce Master Plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more shopping online lately. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made that first purchase, how do you keep them coming back? Well, that's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. It gives you the tools to build your contact lists, send memorable emails, automate key messages and more. Way, way more. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get growing faster. And it's free to get started. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Klaviyo is the leading end-to-end -end discovery platform for e-commerce businesses, enabling merchants to deliver personalised and intelligent search and navigation experiences for their shoppers. Klaviyo's machine learning algorithm and rich NLP takes search queries beyond keyword-based matching, delivering exactly what shoppers want and more. Regardless of the platform, Klaviyo provides a seamless integration process for all retailers. Try it out for free at klaviyo.com forward slash schedule a demo. That's K-L-E-V-U dot com forward slash schedule dash a dash demo. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, I love the top tip section because Chris, well, you, quite frankly, you've given us so much great advice already. Um, but we, of course, we have to do the top tips because we want some more really quick ideas on how to take our businesses to the next level. So Chris, first up is the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Double Your Profits by Bob Pfeiffer. Uh, I think I've said this, this book like 35 times in the last week, but it is so good. It just like letting you go through your business and finding areas that you're spending that you don't even know that you're spending on. I mean, I remember like a few weeks ago, I found a Dropbox license that I've been paying $200 a month for that I don't even use. I've been spending the last 12 months on it. I didn't even know I had it, but if I didn't read this book, I would have never cut it out. And I can only imagine bigger companies than me are just spending so much money on, on stupid stuff like that. They don't even realize He's often the the uh, like the flip side of testing and outsourcing that people forget about because often often you're outsourcing to tech or to a new subscription or something and then you just completely forget about it and it just keeps disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The traffic top tip: Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Uh, email marketing by far. Uh, we slapped on it so hard for the first two years as business. I literally it's my biggest regret as an owner is not going harder on email marketing and taking it more serious. Uh, but we've turned it in the last four months. We started January 2020. We've taken it from 1% of our business, like revenue per month, up to like almost 15%. So email marketing, take it seriously. If you see that your flows are working, just add another step. Uh, you probably end up making more money on it. Just make sure it's a good touch. Love it. 
Uh, okay, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? And I guess it's not going to be Dropbox, is it? <laughs> no, it's not Dropbox. Um, honestly, we're a completely remote team. Our, our founders are located in Denver and San Diego. I'm in Miami. Uh, we have a team of 20 VAs that are spread out across the world. So we use notes. We have like a shared notes section just on, on iMessage. And then we also use FaceTime. We're on FaceTime. Okay. And the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? That's a great question. Um, I wish I had the 100% right answer, but I would think what I would do was I would either, if there's an opportunity to ramp up your ad spend, do that. Uh, so let's just say your CPA right now is 5 or $10 per order. Uh, if you could increase your ad spend by, say, 50 or $100 a day and keep ramping that up every two or three days, and if you're seeing that same CPA, keep doing that. That's going to be your best way to increase your spend and also increase your customers and traffic. Uh, because you don't make more orders if you don't have more traffic. Uh, but I'd also, what I'd do is I'd reach out to your customers personally. Ask them. I get calls all the time. I say, hey, where did you find our product? Was it at the beach? Was it on Google? Was it on Facebook? And you're going to find some interesting ways. I mean, we found, we found people posting our product in Reddit. I didn't even like know that we had a Reddit. And people were going crazy on Reddit and TikTok. So you might find some interesting ways that you never even knew your product was just like going on the internet. So reach out to your customers and try to keep slowly increasing your ad spend uh, just to make sure it works. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. As, as throughout this interview, you've asked so much good advice. Um, I really appreciate it. Now, before we say goodbye, could you let the listeners know where they can find you and CrossNet on the web and social media, please? Of course. You go to crossnetgame.com. It's our official website. Uh, we're sold by like 20 other professional retailers like Target and Walmart. Uh, but yeah, crossnetgame.com. And you can find me on LinkedIn at Chris Mead. Uh, happy to answer any e-commerce questions. Always looking to network and meet new people. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. And I believe you set up a little discount for anyone who wants to get away from their desk and go and, uh, well, who wants to check out your post-purchase sequence, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just go to crossnetgame.com and use code MASTERPLAN for $20 off. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. And um, thanks so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure catching up with you and um, and hearing so much about how you've been riding the wave. It's, it's much appreciated. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. Cheers. Cheers. So lots of great insight there from from the chat with Chris. I think a couple of the key things I'd take out was early in, early on in the interview he said about how part of his role as one of the founders of the business, one of the, the you know the, the senior people at the business is to constantly be looking for things they should be outsourcing. Whether it's something that takes an hour or something that takes, you know, 24 hours a week, he's constantly looking at things that um, that it, that they could do better, that they're not doing well enough, and that they themselves shouldn't be doing. They should have given to someone else. Such an interesting mindset to have in a business. And you know, when you've got multiple founders, you can just pick out one person to have that job of constantly asking the question: Should we be doing this, or should we be outsourcing it? So I thought that's something which adds a lot of clarity to the plan. I also thought what he was saying about that that really clear marketing plan. You know, they're focused in on just a couple of marketing methods, the Facebook ads and the email marketing and the links they're using between those with their updates going between, you know, automatic audience updates between Klaviyo and um, Facebook. 
and a really clear funnel there. You know, they're going in front of the interest groups. When they get them to the website, they're using the fact they've got that email data to dedupe people out of that and then to put them into more precise targeting and really getting to ha- getting a handle on the different customer demographics. And then to make sure that, you know, during this time when, uh, you know, delivery responses are less powerful and customer services is not as good as it otherwise would be, to be using quite an aggressive, but if you go on their website, it doesn't feel that aggressive pop-up strategy to capture as much data as possible to then be able to do the more targeted Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and the email follow-up and the SMS follow-up. Really powerful way to keep driving those sales. Lots of cool advice there from Chris. And if you want to know a bit more about the CrossNet business and you know the philosophy that have how they run the business has been there throughout the whole of the business, not just um, just in recent months. Then there's a great article on Forbes written by one of our past podcast guests, actually Elaine Pofeld. She wrote the uh, the single person company book, and we had her on a, a while ago actually. But she's written a great article on Forbes about them. So there's a link to that article in the show notes as well. To get your hands on the notes from today's show, um, then you want to head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a link to this episode. And I hope you're enjoying uh, enjoying the show. If you are, then please do give us a review um, on Apple Podcasts um, or Spotify or wherever you're listening, because we love reading those reviews and finding out what you think to use it to make the show better and to make me feel good, quite frankly. Um, so it'd be great if you could do that. I hope you have a great week. Keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.